0: Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey.
1: Coming up.
2: I kept thinking about this case, you know, a year later, where are we? There's been no trial, no motive, and no bill passed in Congress. And the family, rightfully so, is frustrated.
1: For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime.
0: Military officials need your help locating this missing Fort Hood soldier. This is 20-year-old Private First Class Vanessa Gillian. She was last seen Wednesday afternoon in the parking lot of her squadron headquarters on base. Authorities say her car keys, ID card, and wallet were all found in the armory room where she was working earlier in the day. A be on B-on-the-lookout or BOLO notice has been issued to surrounding law enforcement and an extensive search is underway.
1: It's been one year since private first class Vanessa Guillen disappeared from Fort Hood in Texas. I'm joined by KJU reporter Grace White, who's covered this case since the beginning. Grace, I want to talk to you about what's going on today, one year later at Fort Hood in response to what happened to Vanessa Guillen. But let's talk about what happened. This got so much attention in Texas and beyond in April last year when the news first broke.
2: It did, Will. It was such a heartbreaking case. I mean, this this 20-year-old soldier from Houston goes to Fort Hood to serve our country, and then she turns up murdered 20 miles east of the post, and the circumstances surrounding the case are just chilling and tragic and so hard to fathom.
1: So she disappears on April 22nd of last year. What, if anything, do investigators- start putting together early on. It was all pretty much sort of a
2: mystery. They were baffled at first, right? They were. They didn't know what happened. And, you know, it's a... Huge army post. Soldiers do go missing, and the frustration from Vanessa Guillen's family is—at least at first—the suggestion to them was maybe there was no danger, maybe she just walked away. And of course, her family never believed that story, and that really was the beginning, will, of their frustration with the army surrounding. Vanessa Gian's case. When I interviewed her older sister, Myra, she reminded me it was actually Vanessa's boyfriend in Houston uh, that first called Myra and said, hey, I can't get a hold of Vanessa, something's wrong. And Maida actually, after trying to call her sister a few times, drove up to Fort Hood and started asking questions and immediately began to be frustrated by the answers she was getting.
1: And I remember we spoke uh, about a year ago, a little less than a year ago, when this was all taking place. And the story is a bit complicated, but eventually Vanessa Guillen's body is found But it took a while to get there and some real searching that went into it. And it was it's almost just indescribable to think about how how she was found and also about how she was murdered.
2: It took two months, Will, and that is what the family keeps coming back to. Why did it take two months? to find out what happened to this missing soldier. We also interviewed Tim Miller, the founder of Texas EquiSearch. He was very involved in this investigation. And he tells me a year later, it was grossly negligent. He said there was a lot of red tape because Vanessa was a member of the military. And he said, that he feels like the Army was not equipped to handle this investigation, and the Fort Hood Independent Review Committee that the Army called for to go in and investigate this afterwards agreed. They said there were a lot of problems at Fort Hood with the Criminal Investigation Division, with the Army's handling of this. So it's not just people who were there that day, but independent people who have now taken a look at this case They've said, "Well, there's a real problem here.
1: Tell us how she was found and what they learned about her murder.
2: Vanessa was found 20 miles east of Fort Hood, and Tim Miller told us he was actually happy that she wasn't found On the military post because that meant that other law enforcement agencies, the local sheriff's office, Texas Rangers, there were other agencies that would now step in alongside the military and kind of work this investigation. And he thinks those outside eyes really helped. Right. So it wasn't one, just one entity working the case. But her remains were found 20 miles east of Fort Hood in burn piles. Well, it's just really um, a tragic and gruesome scene. She was found in three separate shallow graves. They tried to burn her body, dismember it, and it's really, um, yeah, it's one of the worst cases I've ever covered.
1: Grace, in talking to Tim Miller, he goes into some detail talking about that search for Vanessa Gian and how difficult that was, but then also just how extraordinary it was that they were able to locate her body, her remains.
2: Tim Miller's fascinating because from the beginning, he was right there alongside the Army investigators searching for Vanessa. He has a lot of resources through his uh, Texas search in Houston that they brought up to the Fort Hood area. And he remembers, he told me, finding the burned or part of the burned Pelican case that Vanessa was transported from the post out to where her remains were found. And he told investigators this is something. But he says they disregarded it at first. They didn't think it was the same Pelican case. And he told me he knew, based on the way the ground was burned, that something happened there. And sure enough, a few days later, construction crews in the area smelled a foul smell and they found Vanessa's remains because animals had started digging.
3: You know what, I can say I've seen some terrible, terrible crime scenes. I don't know that if I've ever been involved in a search with this many investigators on it, that, and, and I hate to say this, they didn't have a clue what they was doing.
2: Do you think we'll ever know the truth why Vanessa was murdered? I don't think we will
3: ever, ever, ever know the truth why this happened to Vanessa. I know that I did tell the detectives up there, and I told the commander. I said, you know what? When we are in war, when we're in Iraq and we're in Afghanistan, and we take down one of our enemies, I said, we do not go to this extent to cut them up and do everything we did to our enemies that are trying to kill us that happened to Vanessa We do not even do it to the people that tried to kill us let alone a co-worker works with us our soldiers supposed to have our butt their backs it's brutal
2: you've dealt with so many cases over the years what does that tell you about maybe not you know the You can't pinpoint the exact motive, but the means that he went to to cover this up, it just seems so severe.
3: Yeah, it's, I don't get speechless a lot, but that one made me speechless. I, uh, and I'm still human and uh, still have real emotions and real tears when I look at it. And I remember, hmm, could get choked up now.
0: Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey.
1: Who did they eventually connect to this murder? And and actually another shocking revelation or event that happened as as police sort of
2: moved in on, on suspects, right? Looking back as if finding her remains wasn't horrific enough, that night the suspect actually took his own life. They had him, Will, on the military Post at Fort Hood, Tim Miller told me he remembers asking after the remains were found, do you have eyes on the suspect? Can he move? And the Army investigators told Tim Miller, no, he can't move. We've got him on post. He's not going anywhere. And sure enough, later that night, he somehow gets away, escapes. And when local law enforcement catch up to him, he takes his own life in a neighborhood off post.
1: And what we've learned about what happened to Vanessa is that there was some type of confrontation in the armory at Fort Hood, and he ended up killing her and then removing her body in some type of container from from Fort Hood. Is that right? Right.
2: Right, Vanessa was killed in the arms room. Her sister Maida says she actually got to walk in that room. She wasn't allowed to take any pictures or anything like that, but she described it to us in her interview as a very small closet-like room where her sister was murdered by the suspect, Aaron Robinson. And a year later, we still don't know why. We don't know the motive. We don't know what went on between the two. Of course, the family firmly believes Vanessa was sexually harassed. And that's sparked a Me Too movement in the military. But the Army has said there's no evidence of a sexual relationship or sexual harassment between Vanessa and her killer. And interestingly enough, Will, Tim Miller told us, He agrees. From what he knows, he says they don't have evidence of that being the motive. And it's just really hard to wrap your head around that when that's all the information you're getting. Investigators haven't said what they believe is the motive, why Vanessa was killed. And because, Will, a year later we still don't have a trial, we don't know what other evidence there might be. Why do you think Vanessa was murdered?
3: You know, that's the biggest question that I have every day. Um, and I also wonder, like, hey, am I ever going to know the truth or not? What they did to her was inhumane. and I just don't know if he didn't want anyone to find out. Or or I, don't, I honestly don't know why so much violence. And um, or if there's something even darker that they're trying to hide. I fear that we'll never be able to know the full truth um you know if if only two people were in that armory room and if it did happen in the armory room those two people are gone now which is my sister and robinson himself but hopefully you know with these investigations now um we get some type of
2: clarification but i highly doubt it
1: there's been one person put behind bars now for this crime is that right
2: Right, Cicely Aguilar, the girlfriend of Aaron Robinson. She is the only person surviving that has been charged in connection with this case. And she has remained behind bars this entire year, awaiting a trial date. Of course, with the pandemic, it's been pushed back. And recently her attorney has filed a motion to throw out her confession, saying she wasn't read her Miranda rights when she was being interviewed. She did help or tried to assist investigators with the capture of Aaron Robinson. But as we all know, he took his own life.
1: Grace, as you mentioned, there have been changes made at Fort Hood, but there have also been other cases at Fort Hood, a number of them, in fact, with rather suspicious circumstances, right?
2: There have been other cases. There have been other cases of sexual harassment. There have been other cases of missing soldiers. And really, since Vanessa Guillen's murder, we've talked to several families that have problems, frustrations, issues with what's going on at Fort Hood. So it's really shined a light on how the military handles not only sexual harassment and sexual assault, but also missing soldiers. And since Vanessa's murder, they have revised their missing soldier policy. So there have been changes put in place. But, well, there's still a lot of unanswered questions about what specifically happened here and about those changes that are still going on at Fort Hood.
1: A year later, one of the things that just sticks with me about this case is the fact that he was able to not just murder Vanessa again on Fort Hood property, but then actually put her in this, this Pelican case and then take her off the property without being seen, presumably.
2: Right. And that's been one thing the family keeps coming back to. Where are the security cameras? Where is the security, uh, just the manpower on the base, controlling who's coming, who's going, checking IDs, that sort of thing. Of course, we know there's, there's some framework and structure there, but that is The thing that the independent review committee also highlighted, they said Fort Hood needs a better surveillance system. They need better security to control who's coming on, who's coming off. And how did this happen? I mean, how did he get away with this? One thing the family has really fought for is this I am Vanessa Guillen bill in Congress. It was introduced last fall, but right now we checked on it. It's still stuck in committee. It needs to be voted by the House Armed Services Committee. It needs to get the green light from there to go to 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 the House floor. And that's something the family says they're trying to be patient. Administrations have changed, but they still want to see that bill passed. And what that bill would do would provide an independent way for sex harassment and sex assault to be reported and prosecuted in the military.
1: Grace, just within the past week, the army has made some announcements connected to this case and others. What can you tell us about those?
2: They did well. The Army making two very big announcements that they are overhauling two programs. The first, the Criminal Investigation Division. That's the division that actually investigated Vanessa Gian's case. And the second, that they'll be overhauling the SHARP program. That's the Sexual Assault and harassment prevention program that the Army has had for years. So this is all coming from the Fort Hood Independent Review Committee's recommendations. Their report was released in December. They made 70 recommendations. The Army says they are working to implement all 70 of those. But again, right now, the two big focuses, the big takeaways, that they're overhauling the CID and the Sexual Assault Prevention Program.
1: Thanks to Grace White at KJOU in Texas for all of her help on this story. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday with new episodes Monday through Friday. We also have a weekly show covering cases around the country, True Crime Chronicles. Check it out today wherever you listen to podcasts. That's True Crime Chronicles. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.